Go, go, Joe. Go, go, Joe. Go, go, Joe. Hello and welcome back to the Go, 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 Joe podcast. I am one of your hosts, Avital. And I'm Abigail. I'm the other one. And today we will be combining two numbers just because they're right next to each other and they're quite short. We'll be doing uh, Pharaoh's Dreams Explained and Stone the Crows. Both of which are terrible song titles, but you know what, musical theater song titles are weird anyway. So we finish the honestly amazing number before with everybody like fucking thrashing about and and twisting and and all that. And there's like a jump and a stop while Joseph is in front of the Sphinx thinking. (laughs) He's doing his thinking face. And then, ba-bam, seven years of bump. And he... Oh my god, the most I am acting. I just wrote <laughs> every single line. It's like, this is the act I need to do now. This is the emotion I need to convey now. It's like, I'm explaining. I will have my hands in front of myself and looking very like, yes, do you understand? <laughs> I, I am excited to explain this. It's... We know I am I'm at least one for three on, on dreams now <laughs> because the, the butler's dream came true and the baker's dream came true. So, oh, two for three. Two, two for, for four. Three. Two for Two for four. Two for four. So at least, at least I've got that going. I can trust in myself. Oh my god. A little bit. Uh, so everybody's sitting on the floor, looking up at him, and he sings, Seven years of bumper crops are on their way. And everyone makes a noise. Everybody just goes, Ooh. Ooh. Like fanning themselves. <laughs> like it's so hot to hear you interpret dreams, Joseph. Yeah, I, I never got this. I still don't get it, frankly. <laughs> no. I'm like, is it just because they're fangirls? Like, is this just what fangirls do? They're just like, everything a man says is like, ooh, I don't, don't understand it, d- don't get it. Um, he keeps explaining uh, the dream, and he says the word surplus, but for some reason adds a vowel. He says surplus, <laughs> which, as a child who did not speak, speak full like fully speak English wasn't raised entirely in English that made it a lot harder for me to understand what that word was because even when I learned the word surplus I couldn't understand that he, that's what he's saying because he's saying surplus <laughs> that's not a word Donnie and he's the only one who does that <laughs> and you don't need to to make no. it scan um Pharaoh's face throughout the entire thing beginning to end is fantastic like if you ever get bored of donnie's yes i'm explaining things and i'm very charismatic and have you seen my abs which is fun in its own right but pharaoh's face he's just like looking he looks like a bird sometimes she's like what do you mean considering he has one line in this one word in this he's so compelling to watch oh good you can see the emotions, and he's not doing, I am acting now. No. It's just funny. He's in it. He's there. He as he is Pharaoh as Elvis, reacting to the situation around him. It Brilliant character work. Like, I mean, honestly. So you've got Donnie walking down the stairs, very enthusiastic to explain the dream, and then um, everyone else is following him, and they're, like, hanging on his every word. Yes. Including Pharaoh. But when Donnie turns around... He's like, no, I'm not, I'm not, 
that excited to hear what's going on. I'm not super into whatever is happening here between us, it's, between everyone. It's so good. <laughs> Trying to keep his cool while yeah, simultaneously. Exactly. And he, like with Maria Friedman, strikes the good balance between playing it up for a theater audience, but still coming off really well on camera. Which must be really difficult. It is. It's really difficult. Um, I've only ever done stage acting with like a teensy bit of TV work. It's really hard to adjust your levels to a way where you can like still look good and not too exaggerated and honestly not ugly. Like there are some times right. where when you do stage acting on screen, because you exaggerate your, your face a lot, you end up coming off really harsh. So the fact, well, he already looks harsh. I mean, look at that makeup, but <laughs> I still think it's really fun. <laughs> it, 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 it works. It really works. And Noble King, there is no doubt. <laughs> Donnie really quickly bows down uh, at his knees. And again, I'm like, mm, Jewish boy wouldn't be doing that. <laughs> maybe, maybe. That was before we got that command. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> And the, what, this bit that's been living in my head rent-free since I was a child, when Joseph says, all these things you saw in your pajamas, <laughs> and he straight up glances down at Pharaoh's <laughs> <Ferris> crotch. <laughs> he was like, meh. Like, and he's being playful and charismatic, you know? He's like, all oh, these pajamas. And Pharaoh, who's like, all smiling, like, because, yeah, he just bowed down to me. Everything's good. Pajamas! What? <laughs> Kings don't wear pajamas. Yeah. Kings are basically gods. They are in ancient Egypt. <laughs> and his face, like, drops, and he, like, looks at Joseph. And Joseph's not looking at him, so he doesn't catch it. And uh, He's just getting into his whole dream thing. It's fine. And, and, and this, is, this is one of the moments in which, like, Joseph charismatic dream boy kind of works mm. i think it's also because he has an audience of people to play with whereas previously he had <laughs> gimp ballerinas and disco hell so it works this time during the end i'm sure it's crossed your mind it's when i realize the guy who plays simeon mm. um who all the brothers are there obviously it's the same cast the whole time so he's right behind Joseph in they're one of the They're not playing the brothers, by the way. Yeah, they're, they're just in the chorus, but they're all without their beards. So it's at the, this moment that I notice Jeff Goldenkrantz, I believe is his name or something. <laughs> yeah. He looks exactly like Odette Paz from Happy Jamot. And okay. I will show you what you mean, what that means right now. He looks exactly like him. He looks exactly like him. And Odette Paz is, is a child like, star here, not as in he became famous as a child, as in he's an actor for children's programming, programming. Like a presenter or like for... No, like an actor. And a presenter. For like kids shows. Yeah, yeah. Mainly, he's mo most well known for the show Happy Jamont. The pajamas. <laughs> we have some synergy here, people. Um, where he's like basically everybody's favorite character. And I actually met him in a recording studio a few months ago. It was weird. Anyway, so he <laughs> looks exactly like the guy who plays Simeon. It's uncanny. And as a kid, I'd seen both Happy Jamot and this. So I'm just like, is that? Oh, that pause? <laughs> what are you doing there? Oh, that's funny. Um, 
I also like how in the who this man could be, I just don't know how they're able to keep like the Egyptian style dancing, but yeah, make it yeah, shrugging. Shr yeah, they've got their arms out and they're like shrugging their shoulders. And like turning their heads to the side and like, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> and everyone's all like around Pharaoh and Joseph doing the same movement. And then and Joseph's also doing it and he's getting more and more frustrated <laughs> as the penny doesn't drop for Pharaoh <laughs> that... The guy who's explained to you what's going to happen is probably the best guy to help you out in your political situation. Ecological situation. <laughs> also, Joseph has his hands tied together still, so every movement, movement like that is extra funny because he cannot move his hands too far apart. It right? is very funny. <laughs> uh, and then... Joe! <laughs> and everybody goes and like knocks their head on their, their hand on their head like, oh! <laughs> Everyone in Egypt is stupid. It's really good. Uh, and then we have a little transition into uh, Stone the Crows. Which... Wait, can I just, can I just point out some of my favorite lines from <laughs> of course of course um i really like when when joseph goes famine's hand will stalk the land i don't know i really like that line <laughs> and then and then i'm really really happy with um the rhyming of famine and economic planning yeah <laughs> planning good job good planning. job tim rice <laughs> Planning. You had to get an American for that one to work. Um, what does stone the crows mean? What is that phrase? Is it, is it a thing? Is it an Elvis thing? Is it an Elvis thing? We should probably have looked that up. Ooh. Okay, according to Merriam-Webster, definition of stone the crows, British informal, somewhat old-fashioned, <laughs> used to express surprise. He's won the lottery. Well, stone the crows. Which is a very weird thing to get Elvis to say. Yeah. I mean, maybe it might be a reference. We also saw that it's it's like a band from like the 70s. Right. I think that's a bit too late for it to be some... I don't know. But it's... It's a bad... Bad expression. <laughs> bad... Wrong. Stupid. Sorry, Tim. No No bueno. No bueno. <laughs> All those crows hanging around Egypt. I mean, yeah, it's like, well, stone the that don't stone crows. I mean, it's a really abuse. stupid thing to do, even if you don't care about animals, because crows are smart. Crows they will remember, and it will bring hell on you and hell on your descendants. Yeah, they so. they will fuck you up. At <laughs> uh, this moment, um, the narrator runs, rushes forward <laughs> after watching this off on the side and like gives. She's like so happy and she hugs Joseph and gives him a kiss on the cheek. I'm like, bitch, whose side are you on? You've let this boy be thrown in prison, thrown into a well. You've plotted with his brothers to do this, like while fucking them. What are you, who's, what are you, what game are you playing? <laughs> She's just living her best life. But what is their relationship? That's what I don't understand. Yeah. He should hate her. <laughs> She's not super influenced the whole story. Obviously not, but that, that like, she's just happy that he's figured things out. Listen, obviously oh, nothing man. matters, but <laughs> this, I, this, this just re like this penny just dropped for me. We're like, wait a minute, hang on, it, we need some a little bit of narrative consistency from the narrator. Do we? <laughs> so Pharaoh promotes Joseph out of prisoner. To be his number two. His number two. You shall be my number two. <laughs> and then the narrator just describes how 
Pharaoh sent his guards to to fetch a chisel from the local store, whereupon he ordered them to cut the chains that Joseph wore. Oh, bad, bad. Bad lyric. Stupid lyric. local store. Unnecessary as well. I've gone to B&Q. I've gone to Home Depot. Yeah. It's like, what? What? This is not important for the narrative, but even more so now in this film where the guards don't cut the chains. They just grab each cuff from Joseph's hand and just pull it off. And it's like he doesn't know what's happening. He's a little bit nervous until they're off. Yeah, he's like, whoa. <laughs> and then there's just a description of all the stuff that he gets. He doesn't seem to get all of it. I'm like, where are his signet rings? Where is, where's his cloak? Yeah. Although we'll get to the cloak with the other version. Oh my, oh my god. Oh my god. But a medal and some signet rings. It's like, here, look yeah, at all the stuff I got. It's, he's, he's got a crown. He gets a crown. He gets a golden, like, collar. Yeah. Um, and with, like a belt thing? No, the belt I think he was already wearing. No, you're right. They yeah. add, like, a gold loincloth over his... Yeah, because they strip him afterwards. <laughs> so then <laughs> Joseph and, and Pharaoh go for their sachnash, for their de- <laughs> yeah. DMC. They've got their arms around each other and they wander off to the back of the stage. And, and they're like... And, and this is what I imagine Joseph is saying. Okay, so you have these fields, right? And you got to take the stuff in the fields and you got to move it to the storehouses. And he's like gesturing with these hands and making the shapes. Oh. Well, Pharaoh's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes. <laughs> but clearly doesn't really know what he's going on about. So good. It's so good. Yes, we were talking about things and farming. <laughs> anyway, this is where I have this theory with this song that... Pharaoh's no longer involved. By the end of this song, Pharaoh is has been demoted. Joseph's in charge. Well, yeah, and that's actually interesting that you say that because in the Israeli version, and I admit I've not done research about this, but in the Israeli version, Pharaoh has another song yeah. after this song where he sings about how he's sad that he's like now no longer top dog. <laughs> and then he rides off with the narrator on his motorcycle. So, I mean, <laughs> can't be all that bad. Um, and I don't know whether this was an original song for the Israeli production or... Because I haven't seen it anywhere else in any other English production, so I assume it was an original song that they wrote for the Israeli production. Uh, I don't know whether that was for the original one in the 80s or if it's for this one. I have no idea. I just remember being really confused that (laughs) why is he singing more? This wasn't in the original. Um, actually, this is a bad adaptation. How dare (laughs) you? Um... So, also, I think the line, the first recorded rationing in history was a hit. Oh, yeah, that's that's great. <laughs> that's cute. And then, um, poor Joseph. Poor, poor Joseph. He just can't stop being sexually assaulted, can it's he? It's really, really not nice. <laughs> a gr- the group of female chorus members who are, piece. to remind you, basically naked, wearing just golden, like, there's ass. There's just full yeah. buttocks. Not even, like, in tights. I swear these women just are ass out at this point. It's upsetting. And the blue women, who are also practically When naked. they have the close-up, that is what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, and they just rush. They just mob him. They just mob him. They strip him. Yeah, they're pulling off all the special... All the new shiny stuff that he got. And he's like, no, 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 no. He's not enjoying this. They, he literally... He's, like, batting their hands away. At this point, he doesn't have a choice. They're on him. They're and it, and and Pharaoh 
looks very angry because he's like, hmm, yeah. wait, you're supposed to do that to me. So he says, hey! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pharaoh is jealous in this version. And he's like, mm, yes, Joseph, we are a perfect team. All buddies now, it's you and me. <laughs> and then Joseph is like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gritted teeth. <laughs> Gritted teeth, but clearly, like, actually trying to be with Pharaoh while <laughs> there's one of the blue bitches is, like, trying to grab him and he's, like, <laughs> yeah. moving her hand away. And then they grab him again and, like, put his, like, loincloth over his head. Like, I was I was so confused as to what was happening when I was a child. So I'm like, what? What? Why? And Maria Friedman is in the background looking really morose, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, me too, Maria. What's, what's happening? I mean, it's not it's not like a fun thing to think, oh, haha, he's being sexually assaulted again. And, but I but mean, this time he's in the position of power. It's 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 confusing, and so Pharaoh, out of jealousy, tries to stop this again. Even though I think I'm on Pharaoh's side on this one. Please make them stop. The greatest man since Noah only goes to Shoah. <laughs> I, I will get to that in a minute. I just like we were in a jam would have baffled Abraham. But at least that rhymes. Why are you bringing in Noah when it doesn't rhyme with show? And also... Shoah. Yeah, using the word Shoah... <laughs> okay, yeah, alright. ...is a bit unfortunate here. Uh, I get it, Tim, you gotta bend words you gotta you gotta stretch him out like toffee but you gotta think about the implications of the words you're using and the word showa for those who don't know is what we call the the holocaust and you know what this time i don't think it was on it was on purpose <laughs> absolutely not but i i always just assumed it was definitely an only jewish thing and like no one else was even aware of it and then I went to university, and my Irish poetry teacher, who was very much not Jewish, would use the word Shoah to talk about the Jewish Holocaust in particular. Yeah. We, we did poetry that was kind of a lot of different poetry, and some of it was he wanted to reference particularly the Jewish Holocaust rather than the Romany Holocaust rather than any other Holocaust. The Armenian Holocaust. The, sure, yeah. sure, sure. So and that so that's how he made the differentiation. And so you have this guy <laughs> who has no reason to know was able to Google and work out <laughs> what the word showa is. It's bit like you know what in any in any show this would have been a bit awkward, but here in this show Tim uh, And it doesn't it's not a word in English. And they never changed it. They this is from the original. And they never changed this lyric. Out of all the lyrics that they changed and they workshopped and they like moved around, no, the word show up was never changed. Not because it's it's also a bad lyric. Like we said, it's not a word. And it has really unfortunate implications. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Moving on, anyone from anywhere can make it if they get a lucky break. He like look. He's like clearly trying to credit Pharaoh. He's like, yeah, yeah, Pharaoh. He's the one who gave me this lucky break. And all the women just shriek and chase after him and flatten <laughs> Pharaoh. <laughs> yes, Pharaoh is on his back. He has been abandoned. He has been flattened. He's sitting there like <laughs> legs spread. He looks defeated. Fully flat, and then he like sits up and he's all sad. 
this would be a happy ending. Perfect place to stop the show. <laughs> no, it wouldn't if you had any sense of narrative like also, cohesion. It's far too short. <laughs> well, it was supposed to be twenty minutes long, and look at where we are now. But I'm sure that Jacob and his other sons have crossed your mind. Well, yes, I keep seeing them everywhere, so it's, it's a little hard to forget about them. <laughs> Judah pulling off um, Joseph's <laughs> chains. Yeah, and we've been, we've been seeing a lot of Judah in general. We saw his crotch a few numbers before. It's uh, yeah, and and Maria gives us another just great bit of acting, which then gets a little weird because she goes like, uh, "How the famine hit the family Joseph left behind." And she's doing like a regular squinty thing, and then suddenly she widens her eyes really big, and it's like, "Whoa." What is what? What does that choice denote? <laughs> it, it, it was, yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is one of the numbers that was right from the beginning, or at least right from the concept album. To nobody's surprise, seven years of bumper crops are on their way. Um, I also I wanted to bring this up. Why is this a reprise of Joseph's coat? Why? Because usually Andrew Lloyd Webber is pretty good with his motifs, pretty good with repurposing music in a way that makes dramatic sense. No, this is clearly not the point. Now, I understand it's a children's show. There's only so much music that they can learn, and it's easier if everything just kind of sounds the same. Also, this is his first proper go at a real musical. Sure. It works. He's... Yeah. I'm still annoyed because the language of musical theatre and music in general when it comes to telling a dramatic narrative... You know the f what sentence, words mean things? <laughs> music means things. In, 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 in musical storytelling, the music means things. And I am not... Truly, I'm not trying to be uncharitable here. I don't understand why the music of Joseph's coat is being used here. I don't know. If anybody has an answer, please let me know, because I genuinely, I don't understand. Um, here we have a slightly different lyric. Instead of who this man could be, it's who this man would be. Oh, okay. Don't know why they changed it, but, you know. Here, all the choruses, kids... This is the concept album, so there aren't any adult people. Uh, there's no fangirling at all. It jumps right from... Because um... there's no girls. Yeah. <laughs> it jumps right from the first recorded rationing in history was a hit. Back in Canaan, the future looked rough. <laughs> but that's in two numbers, so we'll get back to that. Um, in the 1972 and 1973 versions, I listened to the back-to-back, -back, they're identical. The kids are really loud. They're really <laughs> loud. They're like singing super loudly. Here, Elvis will only speak. He doesn't sing. Yeah, he does his Elvis talking. He does though, his Elvis because it's the same in the uh, in the little TV. Yeah, seventies. Yeah. yeah, it's it's the same. Joseph, we are a perfect team. <laughs> All buddies now. It's you and me. It's it's funny. It's quite funny. Everything is really slow. It's yeah. really slow, a ridiculously slower tempo, and the fangirling <laughs> is very posh. Joseph, how can we ever say all that we 
want to about you. It's very posh. Very plummy. <laughs> yeah, yes, very plummy. And the sentence anyone from anywhere can make it if they get a lucky break is actually Pharaoh saying it. He sings that part. It's not Joseph being like, yeah, I made it. It's Pharaoh being like, you owe me everything, you whore. <laughs> <laughs> Mm -hmm. And the end gets really a beat all of a sudden. He's like, this could be a happy ending, perfect place to stop the show. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and, but I'm sure that Jacob and his little sons across your mind, how the family is. <laughs> it's very... Does it get too fast in comparison? It gets, yes, it gets very fast and very happy. Where Especially when you compare it to the film version where, but I'm sure that Jacob... And his other No, but I'm sure that Jacob and his other sons across your mind. And remember with that one, it doesn't go into those Canaan days. It will go straight into back, back in Cain in the future. future. <laughs> um, jumping to Broadway, 1982. This is where we get the beginning uh, that's just a cappella. No instruments. It's just seven years of bumper crops are on their way. Ooh! <laughs> Ears of plenty and the sweet of tons of hay. Ah! <laughs> okay. They literally ooh and ah. Your farms will boom. Hey! There won't be room. Yay! <laughs> That's hilarious. It's really funny. The fangirling is still really like mellow. Okay. It's just like, oh yes, Joseph. Oh, oh it's just so lovely to have you. Which is stupid because now it's on Broadway, so it's it's not even posh, it's just really low-key. Okay. Um, and they skip the second round of fangirling. It's just like, I was wise to have chosen you, you'd be wise to agree. And then it just, this would be a happy ending, perfect place to stop the oh. show. Did they not want to talk about Noah and Shoah? Maybe. <laughs> Honest, don't, can't blame them. Um, it was at this point when I noticed the background vocals at, at, at this moment of the, this would be a happy ending, perfect place to stop the show. It just... It's really funny. And now I like in every other version I hear it now, but this is when it first came in. Right. And it, it is Oof. Oof, it is. Andrew Lloyd Webber has some choice vowels in his background <laughs> vocals sometimes, which we will find out in also later songs. It, uh, <laughs> 1991. This is when we get the ba -bam, the trumpet, the heralding of, of Joseph's announcement. But Triumphant. It's finally paid off that he has this stupid ability to interpret dreams. <laughs> the worst superpower ever. Um, there is no ooh, however. Huh. It's just going right from one to the other. I'm s From this point onwards... The 91 version sounds really cheap. Like, really cheap. It's, it generally yeah. sounds very, like, 90s-y the whole time. <laughs> but at least there were, like, funky guitars and all that. No, this sounds really... This sounds like it's being played on a Casio. It's something I'm going to repeat with basically every song from now on. It's, it's really, really annoying. And there's also no harmonies that come in. And after that, the future doesn't look so bright. Every version up until this point has the harmonies coming in at that point. Yeah. Nope. We need to give Jason Donovan his space <laughs> to do his thing. Um, and this is when we get the lyric change to who this man could be. The percussion 
is really weird. It's really electronic. It's like... It's very clearly fake drums with weird, like, added effects. It's so bizarre. Elvis is terrible. Is it like, we've got a drum machine and we're going to use it? Yes. Very that. And Pharaoh's awful. Like, his Elvis is really, really bad. I mean, we already got that from your explanation. <laughs> but it, 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 it's still awful. It's really, really bad. It didn't get any better with this song. <laughs> no. Um, up until this point, the Joseph, Pharaoh's number two, Joseph, Egypt looks to you. Just repeated those two times. Joseph! Here is when it repeats the full round of how we know it in the film. Okay. Um, and now this is fangirling. Okay. Now we get the Joseph, how can we... Have? And I wonder if maybe Jason Donovan's own experiences might have helped to color, <laughs> color this, because this is what you imagine when you think of fangirling. This is... This is like, oh, this is a teen idol. This is a teen idol. This, I, I, It would make more sense for women to want to strip his clothes off. Still not okay, <laughs> but it makes more sense than... Like Elvis. <laughs> and I just said yikes on Elvis. <laughs> I don't know why. I just wrote it. Because <laughs> apparently this is the worst Elvis. He's really, really bad. Uh, 92. Like Tim Rice is better. Oh. Oh, Tim Rice is a way better Elvis than this, whoever this Joker is. Because at least Tim Rice, like, can do the impression. Tim Rice just wanted to be Elvis. It's all he it's ever fine. wanted. He feels like they, they, sh they were born in the wrong bodies. Please Google image search Tim Rice uh, Elvis, oh. please. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, 92. Donnie does it the same way he does it in the film. Also, uh, no harmonies in after that. They only come in and, and I'm sure it's crossed your mind. Say weird percussion as in 91. Um, and here Elvis actually sings the same tune as he does in the film. Previously, he sings it differently. Mm. Like, he either speaks it or he sings it differently. Here he actually sings, Joseph, we are a perfect team. Um, and this is also when we get in the, after Joseph, Pharaoh's number two, up until this point, it's just been, ah, here is when we get the narrator singing, Joseph. Right. But it's a lot, a lot quieter. Uh, whereas in the film version, you mainly hear the Joseph. And then she's coming back in to do a... Seven years on the trot. Perfect, just a... <laughs> on the trot also. It's like, we get it, you're British. <laughs> um, so just like a brief uh, musical analysis of the film version, we get the harmonies coming in and after that, which I think is better because it's more engaging. Because mm -hmm. um, also we can see the chorus, they're right there. Yeah, so it makes yeah. sense for them to sing at that point, especially if the narrative is they're slowly turning to Joseph's side. They're, they want to support him. Uh, music arrangement-wise, instrumentally, Stone the Crows is the best in the film. <laughs> it doesn't sound like garbage. <laughs> like It actually sounds like real instruments, that they are real and are not in a computer. Um, also... Slight little lyric changes that the Pharaoh in the film does. He sing in all the other versions. It's uh, old buddies. That's you and me. Mm -hmm. And he does old buddies now. That's you yeah, and me. Yeah. Um, also, we were in a jam. Would have baffled Abraham is what it's been up until this point. And we were in a jam that would have baffled Abraham, which is 
a little bit clunky, yeah. but also is better grammatically. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's not that important. Oh no, nothing matters. So. <laughs> sure, sure. I just, but like, I mean, I mean, just in terms of grammar, is it that important for a song? Listen, I just like this pharaoh, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been through a lot <laughs> of terrible pharaohs. <laughs> he didn't write these lyrics. <laughs> yeah, maybe this was his edition. Maybe, maybe, maybe he was also annoyed. He was like, "That doesn't make any yeah. sense." <laughs> possible it is <laughs> yeah take it away all right yeah so in in the uh, 70s television version um it's like you said it's a lot slower um but joseph is still very very smug when he's giving the uh, the interpretation yes oh and my he's, god he sat at the foot of pharaoh's bed <laughs> and like all like i'm very comfortable here and then um yeah, the relationship dynamic between Pharaoh and Joseph, you don't have that, that jealousy thing going on. Because Pharaoh seems fucking coked out of his he mind. Is, he is playing a still alive version. Barely. <laughs> okay, he had still had a few years. Yeah. Um, people no. didn't know he was going to be dead within the next four or five years. No, no, I'm saying the way that Gordon is playing him is barely alive. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what no, I mean. yeah. yeah. Look, he's got all these beautiful women in his bed and he's, like you say, pretty much just coked up and just not, not with it. He's not appreciative of any of it. He's no. just, oh, okay, all right, this is what's happening. Um, so, yeah, it, like you said, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a very Elvis talking when he does the... Or stone the crows. <laughs> El, this Joseph is a clever kid. Yeah, Whatever. it's so good. Yeah, um, which which again, it's like it's like you're playing someone who used to be a heartthrob and now is like a, a like a joke of himself. So it's fine. And is also still alive. And is still alive. <laughs> Whereas, like you've said, it makes sense in the in the uh, ninety nine version that you do want to have. A fun Elvis in his prime kind of homage. Yeah, not rather than an Elvis impersonator. Because you're making because you're making fun of a dead man. Yeah, it's <laughs> listen. All right, there's a big difference between making fun of somebody who died twenty years ago, who was one of like the biggest cultural icons of all time, versus making fun of somebody who is currently still alive and free falling mentally <laughs> and physically <laughs> and is having serious substance abuse problems like there's a big difference between making fun of whitney houston in like 10 years versus making fun of her right before she died <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and then and then when um and then when uh when um he gary is gary bond is is like who this man could would be I just don't know he's he knows he's being picked and he knows that Elvis knows that he's gonna pick him it's not quite the same dynamic of seriously it's me come on <laughs> you know there was no other option from Donnie uh, um <laughs> and then when 
and they uh, you know do the bit where they take off his chains and everything um you've got the two narrators helpers who play the butler and the baker and they do this kind of bouncing walk yes! like an egyptian dance it's like a bunny hop but they're doing the egyptian hands around him yes! it's and it's really carrying a tr- an invisible yeah, yeah, tray yeah, yeah yeah but they've got the other hand behind them like that and then they're doing a bunny hop around him <laughs> and then and then the people who come to to dress joseph in a golden cloak his golden cloak <laughs> is so it's it's a it's a necklace of curtain rings and on each curtain ring is a golden ribbon that's his golden cloak and he wears this for the rest of the show and nobody questions it and nobody thinks this looks insane like some sort of human maypole because that's how they use him later spoiler alert because that's how they yeah it's ridiculous (laughs) um yeah, and like you said, the the chorus when they're singing Joseph, how can we ever sing? It's more it's it's much more calm and it's not trying to strip him. They're just happy that he's there and It's very don't you know? <laughs> yeah. Quite quite old chap. And and you can see definitely the relationship between Joseph and Elvis is a lot more like on even terms by this point because they're shaking hands like men do. Mm-hmm. Um and then in the background when you've got um when you've got the narrator coming in, you've got them working together to gather the sackfuls of food and stuff. So it's it's looks good. He is actually the number two yeah. in this one. Not the one who comes in and goes, This fair is stupid, I'm gonna replace him get rid of him yeah (laughs) anyway yeah it's enjoyable yeah this this... especially the pharaoh seriously (laughs) (laughs) yeah this is a very interesting like couple of tracks because they're obviously very necessary for the plot um and in the film genuinely other than the assault genuinely really enjoyable for the pharaoh like he's He's so good. I need to figure out what else this man has done in his life because he's so And if so it's good. been recorded. Because that's the important thing. Well, yeah. But also just to know maybe yeah. that he's done things. Uh, and now, <laughs> next week, those Caden days. Another pastiche. Another something. Ooh. <laughs> Woof. This is gonna be a rough run. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now, this is a rough one. Oh, we're gonna get, um, we're gonna get another rant. No promises. <laughs> Bye. Bye.